Hello and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Alright. Episode 175, You Legends. Cheers buddies. In this week's episode, we see each other. JFG Ash gets cooking. JFG Alex is an American teen girl now. Oh my god. There's a cartridge in space. And finally, I keep it shtum about destiny. Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 175. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my very good friend Ash. I'm kind of stifling a burp throughout this, Ash. Um, Good luck. How are you? (laughs) As always, buddy. (laughs) Feeling good on a Wednesday, Yaya. Sparkling Mm. thoughts. Give me the hope to go on. It's podcast night. It's Wednesday night. Time to get tuckered in. To some video games, as I believe. As the saying goes, indeed. It it is the saying, because obviously this week's topic is video games. It is. But that's once again, like we said last week, let's let's ignore that shit and have a little chat about what we've been doing this week, because (laughs) we've been busy little boys in some sort of way. We've been having all the fun of the fair. I saw you in real... In real terms, like um, physical, tangible... AFK. um, Yes, yeah, <laughs> we uh, we had a good old a bit of a, a cheeky hoedown at the weekend. We, we did. did a bit of go karting, and uh, that was then we very had... fun. Oh, that was a good session. That that was the best one we've had there for Some me. Some new was... go karts, which were and they were grippy, but very. They were... they were lovely. I could drive it very well. I didn't spin, no. not once. No, 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 almost none of us had any sort of incident. Um, almost. <laughs> Only one of us got a black flag, um, <laughs> and that would be the old uh, octopizzle there. But it too wasn't many his fault. limbs. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean it's difficult, isn't it? I mean you need, you only really need two arms and two legs, and then you've got these spares, and and all bets are off. What do you do? I don't um, know. I mean, to 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 be fair to him, I don't think it was his fault from what he described. No, so some uh, cunt in front of him just break too early. Obviously, he's allowed to break early, but you know, that could have happened to me several times going flat out down that straight. At, I don't want to think how fast I was going. And then, you know, trying to get around someone, getting so close to them that we're pretty much touching. So, yeah, if he, he would have braked, he would have been dead. Yeah, basically, uh, someone emergency stopped right in front of the Octopizzle on a straight. He went in the back of them. None of the staff at the at the track saw what happened, so they just black flagged both of them and gave them some sort of like generalized telling off, uh, which was kind of a shame. But um, yeah, up, up until that point, it was going very well, and it was it was a good showing from the shunt, buddy. Because uh, oh yeah, we we all qualified in the top seven, all for, like five With that of good. us. With that, and then good. in the race, we yeah, we finished what like. Second, fourth, fourth fifth, fifth, sixth, seventh, sixth. like yeah, all about point. it, really. Oh yeah, fucking sweet as the punch. Big, big, it was big, very, uh, very good. Obviously, the funk um, getting the highest spot in the shunt there. It's a nippy little fucker, isn't he? He's missing some kind of beer gut that I have. 
<laughs> we've all got one of those except him. Um, and until all of us collectively lose that win yeah. and he still wins, yeah. he can take no fucking credit whatsoever exactly. for his performance. Fuck that guy, really. Indeed. And his um, non have you Have you been aching ever since? Oh, my forearms. Oh, my, my arms. Absolutely <laughs> killing the next day. Obviously, I had to drive fucking back home from Kent. It took me four and a half hours in that blistering heat. It was bloody lovely. Really enjoyed nice, it. Nice, nice. And yeah, my arms were absolutely killing. It wasn't fun. Um, uh, also, so you just pulled the yeah. muscles like here. There. Just, yeah. Um, and here. There, yeah. there and there. The Enjoy joints that. between the uh, <laughs> audio <yeah>. listeners. <laughs> Those those there joints halfway up your arms there yeah. they're a bit of an issue mm. and uh, yeah that's sort of mainly steer clear of the old racing wheel for the last few days because Ooh. of it buddy and then of course we went off down to uh, to Funk's house for any neighbourhood Funk yeah. um, and he'd been stocking up on all of his lovely homebrew beers buddy oh, so uh, shenanigans and I think that was the main reason why. Uh, the, the Grail was completed. We entered the World Cup on Pez and oh, won we first did. time. Won that World Straight Cup. Away. No bother. Don't even worry about it. There yeah. it was. One on, one off. Liked it. It worked yeah. out really well. And can I just say, those beers were fucking amazing. And Real tasty. Tip of the cap yeah. to that guy. Absolutely. Yeah, special. Yeah. I liked... Basically everything that he loaded me up with. Um, <laughs> it was beautiful times, buddy. It good beer, indeed. good friends, and winning the World Cup. The trifecta, if you will. Oh, yeah. The tri yeah. Wizard Cup. Indeed. And uh, amazing foods as well from the funk, so thank you so much for that. Um, yes, buddy. It was a cracking fucking weekend, and it wasn't the worst hangover either. because no, I think the, too bad. The beers were good and the food was plentiful, so yeah, that kind of worked out. I feel yeah. like I put a potato in a sandwich at one point during that night. <laughs> that could have happened. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do remember that actually. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck this! I'm not eating this on the side." In you get, just, just get in there, put it all in, and then just yeah. eat it, you know. And then the the wonderful phrase from friend of the podcast Paul, where he literally just you know saw said what he saw and said. Are you eating a potato sandwich? And that was that. I was like, yeah. There you go. There's other stuff in here as well. Big whoop. <laughs> Meats and everything. It. But yeah, fuck it. I don't care. I do what I want. Yeah, the, the whole Shit kit and caboodle, buddy. So yeah, what a fucking great weekend that was. Yeah, man. It was sweet. I loved it. Um, I haven't really been doing anything else. I've been just preparing for uh, this little holiday I'm going on. Mm, um, lovely. Away Sunday to Thursday down old Barcelona. What? Uh, good time to... Sunday to Thursday. I'm afraid so, buddy. And uh, I've been trying to rack my brains all week trying to work out what that clashes with. And I, and I just haven't really been able to come up with it at this point. But uh, I'm sure it'll come to me. I can fucking um, tell you, son. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do about that. We'll work um, it out. It'll be fine. It it'll might be have fine. to be another solo venture for me. Uh, solo venture or I'll get uh, I can... really drunk. Dip in on Friday before game night for half hour or something. Not sure yet, but we'll work it out. A little tidbit one. Oh, okay. we, we always Maybe. we always pump something we'll out. Buddy. Do that's how we do something. Yeah, fuck it. So we do. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, other than that, buddy, fuck all from me. So um, have you got anything else to report this week? I've found somewhere to live for the next six months. So we're moving out of our house on the week of the twentieth, which is two weeks from now. 
Uh, I believe we're moving into some rented accommodation for six months. Uh, which I'm not looking forward to, but hey, needs must. Obviously, you need somewhere to live. That will happen. It's crucially important. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it so? Is it kind of same area as where you are? Yeah, or, um... same-ish area. It's not too far to go, so that's always good. Uh, Internet uh, should be sorted out, so I should be good. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, what week do you go away? Is it the week before the 20th, or is it on the 20th? When when I go where? A holiday. Oh, this Sunday. Oh, is this? Oh, okay, so mine, mine's the week after where I might not be available. I don't know. Okay, we'll, well see. you could have two My... solo shows, one from him and one from me, ladies well, and gentlemen. We'll what? see what happens. Who knows? Exciting times. And then you could play them side by side, and it'll yeah, sound really fucking the, weird. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it'll make Sounds no perfect. sense. Uh, yeah, the the only other thing that I need to report on, buddy, is that we've we've got on the old... Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare 4, whatever the, that one's Black called. Ops. Black Ops 1, Black 4. Black Ops 4. 12T. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're on the beta for this weekend, so we'll have to give it a brush. Yeah, Gibbons, buddy. I'm uh, I'm I've not around for things. game night this week, but what? I'll be on on Saturday. Yeah. You can't. I'm at a wedding on Friday. This so. guy just has no... Things... I was going to go for remorse, but it's not remorse because that's what that's after. <laughs> I've no remorse. It's got no remorse. That I, miss I don't miss many game nights, but uh, I am missing this care. one, unfortunately. So what I can just you don't do? know who you are. It's not my wedding, and uh, I, the, the person well, who's I mean, wedding I, th- I feel it like is. I'd be invited to that. Hopefully, maybe I not. Think so yeah, I mean, if you don't, I'll, I'll be all right with it. These fuckers who are getting married, buddy, there's a flagrant disrespect for game night. Um, no understanding whatsoever. So, in the words of Telltale Games, Alex will remember that. But there we go. Fucking no. So yeah, I'll get on for Saturday though, play some COD. I don't know when it goes live. I think it's live already for some people, but I'm not sure who. 13th. I, I don't know there's know. some people playing it because I saw some like f- impressions of the COD beta video. Yeah, up it on was live YouTube. last weekend. Um, oh. and I think it's taken a week off and it's going to be live again this weekend because I think gotcha. the uh, uh, PlayStation got uh, like a week early access to the beta because you know classic Sony being Activision the thing. yeah being the dominant force they have all the money and that's the reason why they get stuff yeah. before others. Science little Phil and Spencer having yeah. a little sob into his socks. Yep, his socks. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you, unless you've got anything else, buddy, I suppose we should, uh, let's, we yeah, should let's move on. on. Yeah. Um, I suppose I will ask, though. I just will quickly oh, ask, okay. buddy. Um, what are you drinking this evening? I'm on the Hop House 13 this evening. I splashed oh! out. Yeah, look at me. Celebratory drink. Yeah. I've had a couple of Green King though before, so I'm all right. Okay, got to get it up. in. You know, it's like I've got to get my daily fix of the cheap shit, and now I'm like, yeah, let's spruce it up. Spruce moves. Indeed. What are you what are you drinking this evening, buddy? Champing happy. Uh, I'm drinking. Happy champing? No, I've got uh, a couple of bottles of Peroni. That's what nice. I'm drinking at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, and then if I'm still going after that, which of course will be the case, then I might move on to gin and tonics. He's going for the G&T. 
I find that uh, whatever you drink first, if you follow it with a couple of G&Ts, it's, uh, there's something about the, the mixer, the freshness kind of hydrates you. It does counteract the old beery hangover quite nicely. I've so, heard yeah. about that, yeah. It's worth, it's worth a punt. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. Nice. Cool, buddy. <clears throat> well, in that case, uh, as you did mention before about the topic being video games, we should probably go and talk about what we've been playing. So, uh, yeah, uh, do you want to get the ball rolling this week, buddy? What have you been playing? Standard Destiny 2, obviously. I won't linger too long. Uh, I've been working on my moments of triumph and the quantum of solace, whatever it's called, I don't know. That stuff. <laughs> that shit Bond film, yeah. It's all going on right now. Uh, there's been all kinds of fucking streams and news about next year's stuff, but I believe that people want me to stop talking about this now. So, What gave you that impression? I don't know. <laughs> We'll, go, we'll get know. to that later in the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll put it on hiatus, uh, hiatus for a couple of weeks until the new DLC drops. <laughs> yeah, and then fucking power then right in the case. Yeah, buddy. it's coming right at you. I mean, it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. can only apologise. Um, but luckily, I have fucking been playing this shit out of another game this week. Check me out. And what game is that, buddy? Oh, it's a game that got released this week, and that's Overcooked 2, buddy. The second edition of the Overcooking. Did you pick that up on the Switch? Yeah, I backed that up on the Switch. He's backed it up. He's backed, backed it, it up, up lovely. Switch, lovely. yeah, after buying um, So, I've seen a fair bit of this, um, and obviously it is kind of more of the same, but with lots of sort of funny levels and extra mechanics and stuff. A little bit more polished as well by the looks of things. So, how have you been finding it? And, and have you played it with, like... Four player with the whole family, um, like, yeah, first impressions, buddy. What do you think so far? I mean, I was a huge fan of the original Overcooked, so that's going to sway it in my favour of being a good game, which yeah. it is. It is a very good game. It's put together very, very well. Uh, like you said, um, it's uh, a hell of a lot more polished than the, the previous game. Uh, say, like, the menu system's really nice, uh, and, like, the map... So how this game works is uh, you're in a little bus and you're on a map and you have to drive the little bus uh, like top down view to the next destination where you have to do all your cooking. Uh, and in, in the in the original Overcooked, that was, you know, that was nice. It was like, oh, that's a nice little touch of like traversing where I need to go to. But they've kind of like added little things and like animations and things to this to just make it, like you say, more polished and just super cool. In a way, yeah, it's like a proper little overworld now. Yeah, isn't it? it is. Like it- so, like, there, there's like 3Dness to it. So, um, there's like little ramps you can go up to different areas. So, there's like secret unlockable areas, which like it's not really a spoiler because they tell you that within the th- first three levels, kind of thing. <laughs> um, so that, that that's kind of cool. They've got like added like additional like hidden levels, uh, which is cool. More stuff to do is always good. Uh, but what I really like is like the little animations. So like your little bus or little truck goes over water. Um, some little uh, it turns into like a little boat with like um, what flotation devices on either side, which is cool. Uh, and then when you go up like into the clouds, like it turns into a little airplane. It's lovely. It's oh, really, nice. <laughs> yeah, man, it's really cool. It's just like stupid little touches like that. And I'm like, yes, that that's nice. That's really good. Uh, now down to like the actual gameplay. Uh, yeah, it's very similar uh, to the previous one. Cut stuff, 
fry stuff, boil stuff, put it all on a plate, send it out, get your plates back, wash them up, rinse and repeat, follow the orders, go round again. Uh, one thing they have added, uh, well, they've added a couple of things. They, they've added an emote wheel, which is pointless in my sense. I, I guess if you're playing online with randoms, which I don't think you would ever do with Overcooked 2, then, yeah, you can use it to communicate to each other. Um, But, I mean, if you're going to be playing this game online, you'd be talking to the other people, I'm guessing, anyway. But the the main difference is you can throw stuff. And (laughs) this is... Okay, that sounds quite useful, but also dangerous. Oh, it is. It's brilliant. (laughs) And it really comes into, like, some of the level design as well. So, firstly, I'll, I'll talk about, like, just throwing in general. So um, it took me a little while to like get used to it, but after a while, like you hold down uh, the top button, so either triangle or Y on the switch, uh, and um, kind of like when you do like a manual pass in Pez, like you get that right. the reticule around the the player and an arrow pointing which way you're gonna do it. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's how it works in Pez. It's been a while since I've done a manual. Pass. No, it does. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you hold that left trigger down, yeah, then, uh, yeah, then yeah. So then obviously you can aim it, and then uh, obviously when you let go, it throws it. So uh, what you can do, you can throw stuff to other people and they can catch it, which is really cool. Uh, But what I've been trying to master is throwing stuff into pots and pans. Now this is like fucking next level overcooked, (laughs) I'm feeling. Because it's it's good to like practice this on like some of the the first levels, because it's like... You know, you can't fuck it up too much. Like You're just throwing it. It's either going to go in the pot or pan or just fall on the floor. Or maybe land on a counter. You know, you can throw um, pots and pans onto, like, uh, not pots and pans, um, ingredients. Yeah, that's another thing. You, you can't throw pots, pans, and plates and stuff like that. You can only throw ingredients. Um, that so, kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does kind of, yeah, in, in a stupid way. Just throw the food because it doesn't matter if yeah. it goes on the floor. It's going to get cooked, isn't it? That's my philosophy, I guess. Yeah, plates might break if you chuck them, so you can't do that. You don't want to be doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's trying to get the um, the range right so it can land in the pots and stuff like that, it's, which is really cool. So what they've done now is made these sky levels or, you know, levels with gaps and holes. in. Uh, these were kind of in the original game where there was bits where you had to, like, navigate yourself around so you didn't fall off the edge and things like that. So in these ones, there's like just gaps, and yeah, you just have to literally throw them across, and then like your other person's on the other side, and you start cooking with them. It's just made it so much harder for young children to play this game. I mean, it's <laughs> going to end up being real sort of MLG skills to get like the the the, the yeah, leaderboard the three scores with the oh, ultimate yeah. throws and, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's where it's going to really kick in if you really, if you want to take it that seriously. But it, yeah, man, it, it's totally changed the game for me. Um, but you could totally just play this exactly the same. You haven't got to throw it. I mean, obviously, in some certain occasions, you do have to throw it across gaps. But the majority of the time, it's just right. Run over there, chuck it in, run back, cut this, do the same stuff. And yeah, they've clearly thought about the level design as well with this aspect, like the new mechanic in there. And yeah, they, they've they yeah they've pushed that franchise forward in a way that I didn't think would happen, and and it's really really good. And yeah, I've I've been playing it four player co op with uh, the misses and the kids. Uh, it's actually stopped me playing Destiny for like three nights this week uh, due Fucking to the, yeah due to the misses has been like, can we can we play some Overcooked too? I'm like sure, fuck it, let's do it. I'm on it. 
<laughs> so yeah, it's been loads and loads of fun, and yeah, I'll I'll be be going through that um, pretty sharpest, I believe. Yeah, man, keep us like posted on on your three star runs and everything. And uh, I'm yeah, sure so far it we're literally be... we when it's just me and the missus, we like if we get one two stars, we're like straight back in on that one. Let's get three stars, <laughs> then on to the next one. She's quite the completionist, I must say. Well, there's a lot of people who listen to this show um, who are definitely going to be interested in that, like, you know, with kids and, and, and so on. So, um, yeah, I'm just really pleased that they've, like, that throwing thing, it doesn't sound like a maybe a big deal if you didn't play the first one, but it is a big deal, and I'm really glad that they yeah, kind of, took, as you say, t- took it further and did something with it. They could have easily just churned out like, an identical game with another sort of yeah, 20 of levels. Could, yeah, But, I mean, so, if, we, if we were talking about, like, a, like a first-person online shooter or something, we'd be... We'd be like oh yeah the meta's totally changed yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah man, it's it's a really cool game uh and definitely worth picking up if um yeah it's on all consoles i think um it's coming to pc soonish or it's out on pc as well i don't know to be honest but yeah yep yeah Loads pick it up fun. wherever you like couch cop at its best buddies gibbons full-blown yeah so uh, i've been dabbling a few other things on the switch but nothing that i really have uh, enough to talk about so uh, I'll, I'll probably have one to talk about next week if I get some hours into it um, I got um, yeah one thing that happened this week uh, with Switch Hacker Rooneying is that um, you can install like the latest firmware games on lower ones now so like I've stuck on 4.1 the latest one is 5.1 and a lot of games I couldn't play but yeah there's there's ways around that now so you can oh, play nice. them backups that you couldn't play before. Lovely, yeah. lovely, which is nice, very handy. Yes, yeah, sweet. That does open things up somewhat. Oh yes, it? yes it does. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> yeah. Mm. So yeah, uh, that that's me for this week, buddy. Uh, apart from that, obviously pets and stuff like that. So uh, what you been up to, buddy? What you been playing? Uh, firstly, I've been playing Mafia Three, but I'm going to pop that to one side because uh, Funk weighs in on that in his little section so i'll save that until then i'll talk about mafia 3 later on in the show um but obviously it was ps plus so uh everyone's got that who's got the live subscription service and um yeah i'll I'll have a word about that speaking of other games that have been ps plus in the past buddy this is a little bit of a weird one i'm not sure anyone expected this in my section this week i fucking Uh, didn't i've been playing life is strange the, um, the first episode, or I've completed than... episodes one and two, okay. uh, and I'm working my way through episode three at the moment. Because as I remember, at the end of episode one, there's a big fucking tornado or something. Well, that's kind of imminent throughout. Yeah. Ah, shit. Um, <clears throat> so, go for I it, com- please. I completely bounced off this game <laughs> the first time round, um, and that's mainly because. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's for me. Um, I don't know if it hits its target audience either, though. Yeah. Like the, the thing about this is the the language. It's it's it, this is basically Twilight the video game. Sign but me that's up. That's kind of that's kind of what's going on. Um, it's 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 butterfly effect in that you've got this power. You can rewind time, so you make a decision. If you don't like it, um, then you can go back and change it. Um, but it's it's essentially a teen drama with all of the annoying teen drama language and all all the sort of amaze balls fucking 
you know, BFF, like, it, you know, I'd, I'd probably describe it as, as a funk's nightmare. Uh, in, in terms of its sort of like, because <laughs> on top of that, it's it's all story, like very little in the way of actual gameplay and mechanics and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of sort of repetition because that's kind of the nature of the game design and the mecha- the main mechanic. Um, but I played that um, awesome adventures of Captain Spirit thing. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? And I, and I sort of said at the time like. I really like that they're making the, these games, even if they're not like necessarily for me. And um, I just, it, I just felt like I needed to go back in because there's a there's so much to love here. If you take away the um, slightly awkward sort of weird dialogue that you get in places, um, <clears throat> graphically it's really quite pretty, even though it's a little bit low res. I know that they've um, worked a lot on that and and. The second one's coming out, I think, before the end of the year. It looks much nicer. But the art style kind of carries it through. It's very, very pretty. Um, a lot of the dialogue is, is actually genuinely very good. And uh, a lot of the, the voice acting is excellent in this game, um, even though some of it is shambolic, which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, Love it. There's just... It, there's there's something about the the mood that life is strange somehow manages to create and i think it does it because there's a lot of direction like movie style direction um and an incredible soundtrack in every episode you've got like three real fucking hairs on the back of your neck songs in there maybe it's like jose gonzalez or something like that um, and they've really nailed that. Obviously, the the might of Square having the uh, the sort of fundage to license these massive songs. Yeah. Um, and that does does wonders. Like that makes a massive difference. It's not the only game I'll talk about this week that um, where the soundtrack kind of elevates it above itself a little bit. Um, but all in all, it's just it's just quite an interesting little game it, in kind of an early telltale kind of way where you've kind of got some quite interesting story beats and stuff and a little bit of comedy. Um, I, I just there's something about it that I quite like, and I also quite like that it's pretty Moorish in in a sort of soap opera kind of way, but you can cane through an episode in in about an hour. So the whole game, you know, can't be more than five or six hours long. And it's quite relaxing to play through. You can just kind of veg and, um, you know, make your choices and stuff. Yeah. And then at the end, it shows you, in a, again, sort of telltale old school kind of way, uh, what choices you made in comparison to the rest of the world or the people on your friends list and so on. Um yeah, it's. It, it, I don't think there's anything new here. I, there's no real reason why I'm suddenly playing this when I wasn't before. <laughs> I just thought it deserved another shot. And um, yeah, despite the fucking corny teenage dialogue, uh, it's, it, I'm quite enjoying it. Nice. Quite nice. That's so, something yeah, different, um, buddy. Yeah, Gibbons. So um, yeah, as I said, uh, I, I was about halfway through the first episode anyway, the first time round. Yeah, um, that was PS Plus, I think, the episode one. I think we bought it. We bought the rest of them. That's why they're there. Ah, uh, okay. I popped onto your account the other day and sent them all to my console. Nice. Um, so yeah, I've downloaded all five episodes, and um, yeah, as I said, halfway through the third one at the moment. So looks like I'll go all the way to the end, and I'll probably have some more to say about it next week. But, cool. Yeah. Um, very briefly, God of War, I'm mopping up now for the Platinum. I decided to take on the Platinum um, because 
Um, it's a game that me and the missus both enjoy, like playing and and we're sort of running through with like the Raven Collection guide sort of thing. Okay, so yeah, yeah. it's there's all of that end game stuff. I've done all the mist stuff now that I was talking about last week and got all the gear from that. Um, so I'm basically three trophies away now, Whoa. two or three trophies. Um, but one of them is to defeat the Queen of the Valkyries, and so far. I, I haven't managed to get her below half health, Ooh. despite having this resurrection stone where if I die, then I can come yeah, back to yeah. life with full rage. Um, I, I haven't got her below half so far. Um, I've got some new gear since I tried that, but it might be might be too much for me, genuinely. I don't think I'm that good at the game. You need to see um, some strap videos on YouTube. I will have to watch you? some guides, <laughs> yeah. There'd um, be a way to cheese it. It is rock hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I will work it out. The thing is, if you're not like a big hack and slash fan, then I think you end up being more hack and slashy. Yeah. I know that sounds a bit weird, but if you're kind of used to these sorts of games, you're much better at knowing when to attack and when to defend. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I'm very much like wailing on people. Yeah, exactly. Like fucking ridiculous. I'm yeah, a fucking just... god. You should exactly. Die. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And then suddenly she does you for half of your health in one attack that you should have just sidestepped. Nice. That's the problem. So, yeah. Um, So the only other one, um, other than Mafia, which we'll get to later, uh, the Pez demo came out today. Um, Well, it was was live dead on midnight last night, which is a first for Konami. Normally it's like 7 in the morning or something. Um, So this is the Pez 2019 demo. Uh, which features uh, exhibition mode with like 12 teams. Um, it's got co-op mode, but it's offline co-op mode. So they've put the um, the online co-op that we've been playing on the current game, uh, they've made that uh, available as an offline mode as well. So even if you're okay. playing offline with friends, you still get your three uh, bars at the bottom tracking yeah, yeah, like yeah. your progress which is a nice touch yeah. I like that uh, and then the other option is online quick match which literally you pick your team you hit go and it match makes you with a dude a person whatever um, Chumbo so those those are the options on the demo um, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah it's one of the it's one of these where uh, uh, and I remember last year I remember saying originally when we, when the PES 2018 demo came out, it's it's fuck all of an upgrade. I don't think it's going to be worth picking up. Yeah. And then and then about twenty thirty games of it later. Yeah. I was like, actually, uh, there's loads here. It's all just a bit nuanced. And going back to the previous game was miserable. Yeah. And that's when that's when you know that they've kind of achieved something in terms of. Uh, Everything else, though, like the, the the effects, the visuals, the sound, uh, the sounds a tiny little bit better on the effects. But most of that shit, man, it just looks like retextured rather than anything else. Awesome. Like, I, I don't see any improvements uh, to like the graphical fidelity of this game. Yeah. Um, it's the same engine. It's it's exactly the same. They've just tweaked the mechanics. Um, there's more animations, like lots more animations, so the players all look smoother. And because of all those animations and the, them continually working on 
getting rid of all button lag. When you're playing it offline, it feels so snappy and really nice. Yeah, because that was one of the big changes with, uh, what was it, Pez 17? Yeah, that Fox engine came yeah. in and everything kind of felt pretty snappy, but there was a little bit of sort of button delay in places yeah. where it wasn't maybe quite. They've kind of been refining that ever since. Um, is this is real bang on, um, and also the the player switching. Um, I've noticed they've got uh, gone a hell of a long way to sort of remedying these occasions where you hit switch player and it picks some fucking dude like all the way up on the wing or whatever. Nice. It seems to me that they've nailed that now. Like every Ooh. time you hit that switch player, uh, it picks out the one you want. Um, <clears throat> other than that. Everything feels a little bit heavier and a tiny, tiny bit slower. Um, but the biggest thing that I've noticed early doors with the demo is the AI, man. They have stepped up that AI. Oh, really? Um, I normally play on top player on PES 2018, and I tend to win comfortably by two or three goals on that difficulty if I'm like really trying and on form. Um, this is real tough. The The computer defense it holds its line it holds its formation um incredibly uh i was playing as liverpool as against like the 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 sort of lower ranked teams on there like colo colo and flamengo um and they were really holding that defensive line i was i was counter-attacking and getting onto the edge of their box and hitting like these two solid banks of four and just really struggling um and they've also tweaked the dribbling and the close control um and i think they've made it easier to tackle it's easier to take the ball off of people now so waddling is is i would say trickier now obviously this is all from i've played maybe 10 games of it so far yeah so it's fairly early doors but it seems to me buddy that it's it's harder to dribble on this version of the game um and the close control God button damn it. it feels kind of like the ball isn't quite under your spell as much I mean, it's, it feels more realistic uh and a slightly less gamey yeah um and that's either a positive or a negative depending <laughs> yeah, yeah, on what you yeah, want. Exactly. It's down to um, I did dabble a little bit with the manual controls. I, I played a couple of games earlier with the uh, pass assistance on manual and the shooting on manual. And I found the passing actually to be obviously really difficult. Like one in six of my passes was to no one. But a lot of the time I was able to like thread the ball through little gaps that... Uh, you wouldn't normally be able to if it was running on that track that it does for standard yeah. users, um, and the shooting seemed pretty reasonable as well. Like it wasn't, it wasn't especially difficult because I think we're we're pretty savvy with our shooting anyway. So it was kind of going where I was expecting it to go. Um, but obviously, I, I haven't been playing like that on the old game, so it's not really a point of comparison. Um, you'll have to give this a go, see how you feel about it. Gibbons, um, we're bo- we're probably going to buy it anyway. Yeah, we'll um, buy it. It's a fucking shame that FIFA can't get their shit together and get that game out a little bit earlier, man, because it would be genuinely interesting if those two demos were available before Pez came out. Yeah. So we could try you them. You could try them out, yeah. That's all you want, yeah. isn't it? But it's it's a good fortnight after Pez releases that the FIFA demo launches, which obviously is a, a smart move from Konami, who are the uh, the underdog, the fucking yeah, David of I'd this. Say, yeah. But yeah, early impressions... It's it's another iteration, it's another example of a game that is, you know, they're constantly iterating on it and it's getting, you know, 
eight to ten percent better each year, and that's either good enough for you or it isn't. I mean, the 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 sort of work that has to go into the engine, the sort of turnaround that they've got. Uh, if you think about when they finish, uh, like patching and finalizing the the release, you know, it could be into sort of November time before the the whole team is working on the game that comes out the following August, and then. I mean the demo that we're playing I know that that's a it's a build from May the demo that we're playing so you know all the stuff behind the scenes it has to be considered here in terms of these games and the fact that they're a much smaller studio than maybe the EA studios are for example yeah I'd um, say so I don't see it as massively different like you look at a game like Pez now uh, or a game like Destiny where there's a season pass coming out for the price of a game uh, and it's hard to not compare the two really I mean, one of them is a, a football game that's iterating on itself. It's getting slightly better. There's there's more, slightly more content or whatever, but it is essentially the same game. Yeah, and you could you could call that that could be the exact same description of uh, a like year two season pass as well. Yeah, so it's not a massive difference between the two and the I price know, is the it's, same. It's so, so weird, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand why they don't. I I don't know. I guess like if, if there's being able to put a new disc every year means that they're they're in the shops, and then people buy them from the shops. I guess. Whereas if it's I a DLC, so. it's you know, <clears throat> you're not going to buy that from the shop, really, are you? <laughs> no, no. I think I think it may well change in the future, um, but I think every time it does. It, it becomes smaller and smaller. The leaps forwards. I think if you looked at this ten years ago. Um, a lot of people would look at this PES 2019, um, and they would basically say this is unacceptable. Yeah, this isn't a big enough leap. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember the the, the days of old with PES when a new demo came out and it had changed so much that you were a fucking complete seasoned veteran on the last game and and this be, one kicked yeah, your ass for the last yeah, exactly. like for the first like 50 games the computer was just wailing on you until you sort of worked out okay this is like slightly new engine and different this different that and the yeah other. the game gameplay um, can be completely different and 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 then you have to find which ways of beating the computer in whichever way shape or form it may be yeah in a way yeah so yeah, this is this is all nuanced. Um, I've probably said enough about it. A lot of people are probably <laughs> bored now, but um, it's it is certainly a better game. And because of the nature of the fact that I play thousands of hours of my football game every year, uh, I've more than had my fill of the last one, and I'll more than have my fill of this one. So Games. it's gonna be it's gonna be a day one purchase for me. Um, but certainly, if you're not a big football fan. Um, you know, in the same way that we buy sort of uh, an MLB The Show game every two to three years. Yeah, yeah. There's re- there's really no need to pick this thing up if you're just a casual football gamer. Yeah, or, like unless this. yeah, or pick it up when it goes in the sale in a few months or something half price. Yeah, now. which it will. <laughs> yeah. It'll it'll drop down below sort of thirty five quid before Christmas. Yeah, if easy. you can wait. Yeah. So. So yeah, uh, that's me, buddy. Um, unless you've got anything else, we should probably move on. Cool. And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. Number one. Number wang. Number wang. Um, 
fun and games at IGN, buddy. Uh, uh, this was retarded. Been <laughs> following this this week. Um, earlier this week, uh, a game came out. It was called Dead Cells. It was in out this week, last week, so you'll have known Apparently that it was it's coming really out, good. buddies. I've heard very, very good things um, from various different reviewers. Mm. Um uh, yeah, it's it looks great actually, and it's it's been reviewing brilliantly. Like tens, it's getting all over the place. Uh, and this story relates to some reviews, buddy. Uh, a smallish YouTube channel. Uh, I didn't really know what to call them without being derogatory. They got fucking thirty five thousand more subscribers than we do. That's so small time, buddy. Smallish in comparison to we're not existing. Um, but an absolute Goliath in comparison to us. Indeed. Um, smallish YouTube channel, Boomstick Gaming. Um, they posted a review uh, of Dead Cells. Uh, and then uh, shortly afterwards, uh, IGN posted a review of Dead Cells, both in uh, video and text form. Uh, and what they do now at IGN is they have a written review, uh, which someone then narrates over footage of the game uh, i've always found that a little bit odd and it also means that all ign reviews kind of sound like uh, shitty infomercials i love because it. they're just some <laughs> some dude with like what the americans would consider a radio voice um just literally reading off of a sheet of paper yeah um so anyway uh boomstick gaming discovered that the review that ign posted had some very interesting similarities to the Boomstick Gaming review. Um, and I, I mean, I thought was amazingly gracious about this. Like, didn't, didn't go like the, with the current sort of fucking worldwide culture of this is an outrage. Yeah. Uh, the dude just sort of posted a video saying, um, like not to be like hating and I'm like mildly flattered perhaps, but this dude's essentially just copied my review. And what do you think I should do about that? And he posted that on his channel. Um, it, it was literally like fucking high school plagiarism nice. as in Big someone's fan. copied your homework and changed the odd word. I like it. Um, so this is IGN staff writer, Philip, uh, Miuchin. I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, IGN published the video review featuring whole paragraphs almost identically worded. Um, here's an example for you that I picked out. This is from the Boomstick video. Dead Cells only falters slightly with some repetition setting in, especially on early areas and during longer play sessions. And here's the IGN review. Dead Cells does falter slightly with some repetition, but it's only felt in its earlier, earlier areas and during extended play sessions. <laughs> So very similar. That's, that's almost identical. There's like three or four words changed. There, the whole review is not even just the content of the review, but the structure of it yeah. is identical. The guy was able <laughs> to play and pause the two videos side by side, and each paragraph had been ripped off by the IGN reviewer as well. He's done well. Um, so yeah, really weird. Um, he didn't really know what to do. IGN then took the video down and the article down um, and released a statement saying that they take these things very seriously and the matter will be looked into internally and they're taking it down while they do that. Uh, and then it was announced today that the staff writer has now been fired uh, and IGN have posted an official apology. But the baffling thing here to me is, buddy, 
why on earth would you think that you would get away with something like that? As a staff writer at IGN, the I, biggest games media outlet on earth. Everyone's going to... Well, not everyone's going to In this it, day and age... people are like, going to watch that review and be like, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. And then a smaller percentage of people are going to watch the other one. But then a percentage of those people are going to watch both of them. And well, word I, might get back. It's it, of, course, of course it will. In, in a world where, like... Everyone who is the target audience, the Venn diagram of video gaming, like everyone's on like Reddit and NeoGAF, like or yeah. not NeoGAF anymore, but you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like these sort of these these forums. I just didn't. I don't see how he thought he was ever going to get away with this. It just seems crazy to me, um, or or quite why he did it. I don't. He must know. have just like been like, oh, it's fucking deadline. Like, yeah, it really I need pisses, something. It pisses so me off. Grab man. this and fucking chuck it up and change a few words. Fuck it. It'll be that's right. that's a dream job for a lot of us. Yeah, man. You know, so to abuse your power like that and rip off someone else's hard work, like, is pretty. It's fucking disgusting. I, I don't see how he ever gets back into this industry. This this guy would never be trusted again. Surely, uh, it seems it seems insane. Uh, I don't really understand it. But the good news is the guy was fired. Um, the other good news is that uh, Boomstick Gaming has gone from uh, less than 10,000 subs to over 40,000 subs uh, because of this. So I suppose they at least get that. They at least they yeah, like, they got something they've out of it. massively expanded their audience. And I, I watched his his review and it was, it was pretty good, pretty on point. So um, it did make me want to play that, to be honest. That's not good. It does. So yeah, there you go. That's weird. Uh, cool. Uh, number two, a <laughs> little bit of FIFA news. Uh, firstly, they've picked up the Chinese league license, which is fine. Um, I'd rather have the uh, the Scottish Premier League license, buddy, or the, uh, or the Turkish league, or the Ooh. Danish league, or the Ausgvenson. But uh, Chinese is fine, I suppose. I Fuck guess. Uh, but news on various new options in exhibition mode. Um, this was something we were actually talking about when we were down at Funks at the weekend. Um, some really interesting little stuff they've added here. And, and I'd like to see more of this because it's it can't be difficult to program in these like funny little features. But it just adds a bit of variety and excitement. So uh, the sort of standout mode here, and obviously it's being compared to um, the Battle Royale games to a degree. Um, because they're kind of... Uh, all sort of au fait at the moment, so that's kind of the way it goes. Um, each time you score a goal, uh, you randomly lose a player from your team. Yep. Um, and the aim is to basically have the match abandoned. So in in, in modern football, uh, if, if five players are sent off and a team is down to seven men, uh, then the game will end um, with the opponent winning, but in this game mode, if you get all get rid of all your players, then you win. But obviously, each time you score a goal, you're slightly handicapped a little bit more because you lose another player in the process. Uh, I think that's really cool. Uh, I really like that. Um, I, I could see that being a brilliant like party game fun, and it's something we genuinely would play like on game nights and stuff if it was an option to do it online as well. Yeah. Um, it's a cool mode, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's- I, th- I read somewhere. I think it was a game mode in the original FIFA Street. Uh, I think they said that's where we got the idea from. 
instead of all this yeah because they were keen to say that they weren't just ripping off battle, battle royale. royale yeah exactly and exactly in FIFA, yeah. obviously uh, i mean so yeah fair is if if that is where it came from then yeah that's cool but yeah and to me anything i guess to put in football games to make him you know just fucking spice it up a little bit you know hey yeah why not five aside who'd have thought it that'd be a good game mode it would it would uh, i mean it's nice as well like it's the opposite of the cod kill streaks where uh do well and get rewarded like by yeah doing even better like yeah, I, I, I was yeah. never sat well with me whereas this is the sort of handicap you want so that you know if you if if you've got eight players to 11 having scored three goals then that's a real challenge for you to keep scoring more goals yeah, but then man. maybe you'll concede one and then they'll lose another player i think it could be really fun um I like that. Uh, there's a few other uh, custom modes and stuff as well, um, and they've done sort of custom commentary and cutscenes for all of these as well. So, in this mode, where if you score a goal, then a player's sent off, they've mo-capped the player like walking off, looking all around, like fucking baffled because he's not been red carded, <laughs> but he's being told to leave the field Get of play. Out. And and then you've got the, the the official commentary team like Martin Tyler and Alan Smith going like. And of course, off he goes. As this is, of course, survival mode or whatever. <laughs> so it's just like totally po-faced, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. it even funnier. Nice. Um, there's a few other options as well. Turning off the ref is one of them, so you can have like no rules matches. Brilliant. Um, and this one, which I think would be fucking fantastic as well, uh, they've literally added headers and volleys mode, so you can only <laughs> score with headers and volleys. That's well good. They should yeah. play it in like just one half as well, just with one keeper. That would be that great, would be so wouldn't good. it? So I, I watched a video this week because I'm a sad cunt of um, someone playing FIFA. I think it was FIFA 11. Yeah. Um, master like the 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 career mode yeah. on there, manager mode. I think it was called at the time. Um, and they were listing all of the features that FIFA 11 has that FIFA 18 doesn't. Cool. Like, all of the things EA have, like, tossed out over the years. Yeah. Like, on that game's manager mode, you could pick a a ground sponsor at the start. And there were three different... <laughs> do you remember this? There were yeah. three different to choose from. Yeah, and, and they came, depending on like, how revenue. well you did, you got more money or from... And they yeah. made it, like, you, the, to get them more money, you had to do really fucking good kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, they had... Um, Options to expand the stadium as yep. well, and you could yep. hire scouts so that yeah. uh, so that the players like trained better and yeah. their stats improved quicker. Yeah, um, you, you there was more select... of a management role, like you know, yeah. like football manager game. Like you could choose you ticket know. prices, like yeah. low, medium, or high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously, if you set them high and you started doing badly, then you'd lose loads of money because fans stopped coming and stuff. Is all of those things are, are not in either of the football games now and. Uh, they were really cool. They were really cool things. But yeah, it, th- these this looks more sort of party based stuff. Um, and yeah, I'm a massive fan of that. Like, I wish Konami had, had do something similar. So yeah, yeah, just make it silly like Rocket League. Gibbons, just have some <laughs> of that in there. It's po faced enough in like Ultimate Team mode. But the and... goals like ten foot in the air. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, have uh, four teams playing in like a put, square. Put little hills on the pitch. Yeah, multi-ball. Yeah, multi... Exactly. Multi-ball. <laughs> multi-ball. That's what you want. So yeah, that's FIFA. We move on. I've got a few more bits. Not much news this week. 
Um, Niantic confirms that they are aiming to add PvP to Pokemon Go before the end of the year. Uh, they're just teasing that at the moment. No details or anything, but... Uh, the, uh, you've obviously never played the combat in Pokemon Go, I'm guessing. I have not. No. Um, well, I've done a couple of raids. I think they're called raids where you, you go to a place and then you're there with other people and you fight this other fucking Pokemon with your Pokemon. But the combat's so shit on that game. I just like you'd swipe left and right to dodge and then up to attack and that's it fucking ball bags as someone who's never played it I was kind of under the impression it'd be like Pokemon the term based combat of Pokemon no No, it's on a phone mate you gotta swipe why wouldn't you because you're a cunt (laughs) (laughs) I mean it just seems that that sort of Game Boy style would be it's like a game buddy it's not a game (laughs) it's on a mobile phone so you're not holding out too much no, hope I'm, for this no, update, no. then? Fuck that. No. I'm just waiting for Pokemon, whatever it is. Let's go. Let's go, the Switch thing. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I want. Yeah, oh, mate, Mega Evolution is coming to Pokemon Let's Go. You don't know what Ooh. that is, though, I bet. No. <laughs> you can like get Mega Charizard. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, you get Charizard, you can get <laughs> Mega Charizard. <gasps> Yeah, I know, right? And then after that, perhaps you could get Super Mega and then Ultra Mega and then Godlike. Yeah, Godlike. Yeah. Charizard. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Very nice, too. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Okay, uh, next. (laughs) Fallout 76. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Fallout 76 is not coming to Steam. Obviously. Bethesda is going to be setting it off of their own site, Bethesda.net. Cool. Um, and this is becoming something of a trend. Uh, it kind of emerged recently that uh, various games weren't going to be hitting the Google Play Store anymore either. Yeah. Um, and it just seems like companies are kind of pulling their stuff. They don't necessarily feel that they need these platforms to be able to sell their products anymore. I don't especially think they when- do. You know? No, they don't. I don't care where you... You know, if I'm a PC gamer, I don't give a fuck whether it's in my Steam library or not at this point because I've already been forcibly, like, made to buy stuff oh, off mate. of, like, Seriously. Origin and Uplay yeah. and all that bullshit. And, and also, you know, a lot of releases are probably cheaper elsewhere. Um, so, yeah, this is becoming a bit of a trend. It suggests companies just want more revenue for themselves and don't feel that they need to sell it on Valve's store. They don't need Valve's name. Um, anymore um, but yeah I, I wanted to use this opportunity to, to say like what are your thoughts on Steam at this point because it seems to me as someone who doesn't use it very often um, that it's a bit of a fucking mess mainly because of the lack of curation on Valve's part <laughs> there's no curation um, there's just like <laughs> there's a none. billion games on there it's and they're all fucking like retarded. fucking asset flips and yep. ports of sh- yep. like mobile games yep. like yep. how, how I, do you find anything good on there anytime I go on that I'm just like what the fuck is this I mean trying to find so luckily you know we follow video games we know what games are good so like if I want to buy a game on PC I'm like right I've got several places to buy this from what is the cheapest way to get it boom there it is still yeah. not the Steam sale though I'm not going to lie it's a brilliant thing but even that now has kind of lost its uh, excitement. Whereas back in the day, you know you're gonna like, you'll find some fucking good games. Whereas now it's just like, what, 
far like just a million farming simulators and shit like that. I'm just like, why? Why put all of these in? Why advertise all these as sales? And oh, I don't know. It's fucking ball bags. But there, like, there are like third-party softwares. I've got one called Play Night. I think it is. Um, okay. And that is just a bit of software, and it just collates all of your games from all different fucking places, like GOG, Steam, Battle.net, whatever there else there is, Origin, Uplay, and they're all in there, and I'm like, okay, cool, I can see every single one of my fucking games. Right, I want to play that one. Play. Then it just launches, like, Uplay or whatever, and then I load it from there. But it's just... Somewhere I can see all my games, and I haven't got to deal with a fucking shitty store full of wank every time. That, that sounds loads like the up. way forward. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, that way. Uh, unless you just play one game and then you just fucking play that one game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it's, it's totally up to you what you want to play. But yeah, like I definitely look at like some sort of third-party game library application. Um, I'll put a link to it in our Discord or something. I don't know. Uh, if anyone, yeah, man, do if it. If anyone's interested, I think people would like that. Yeah, man. Um, if I if I'm on PC, then I'm I'm all over that all day long because yeah. Yeah, the last thing you want to be doing is firing up fucking Origin. So shit. Oh, don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. But hey, yeah. it's what it is, buddy. And um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Well, I think I think for now that PC gaming is as big as it is. Um, yeah, I don't see why these game companies can't just have their own fucking launchers. Fuck it. Everyone else is doing it. It's cool. It means that uh, Steam haven't got a monopoly over things. They can't yeah, sort of... Yeah, totally. You know, the, the prices can't be dictated quite so much. There's lots of different options and different ways of buying things. But it's kind of the, the opposite of the consoles where, they, you, you know, you're in a situation where you're stuck with the proprietary stores. Yeah, and the Crunch 22 on that is, you know, these games on... Their individual stores, they might not go in sales as as well as you know they do on Steam. But then again, they might not. You, you can also find keys for these games elsewhere, like Destiny Two. I got that one on Humble Bundle for like twelve quid, along with a load of others. So, and that's on the Battle.net launcher, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. 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 So, I mean that that's cool. You can you can always find games elsewhere and stuff, or key codes and stuff. I mean, if you really want to be fruity, just, you know, go on some dodgy black market websites and get them from there. I can't remember them <laughs> at the moment. Um, but they're normally really cheap, but they might not work. They tend to be. Yeah, mm. that's the trade-off. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's you know, the way it works. <laughs> it's, it's the price of living dangerously, my friend. Also well, we'll, we'll keep an eye on this anyway and cunt. see see who else, you know, Pulls away. I know. Um, yeah, Bungie was. Uh, that wasn't on Steam, was it? They were uh, selling it on Battle.net, weren't they? Activision. Yeah, Activision, because obviously it's Blizzard, Activision in it. So uh, Call of yeah. Duty's on. Um, the yeah, it's Battle.net, isn't it? Or did, oh, I don't know what it is now. I think it. it's. But they were going to change it, and yeah. then I think they changed their mind. So uh, we load um, it up now. I will tell you right now. If it loads, uh, Blizzard Entertainment. Blah blah blah. It's just the Blizzard launcher, I think it's called now. Is it? Okay, stupid. Battle.net was a good one. Battle.net was good. I like Battle.net. Meow. Yeah, I've got Hearthstone installed. I've got Destiny 2 installed. I haven't got World no. of Warcraft. It's telling me to install it. I'm not going to, though. So they got Overwatch, Overwatch on there. Black, there. Black Ops 4 in Destiny 2. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah, that's. 
Fine. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, we'll keep an eye on that trend to see if anyone else sort of jumps ship with Bethesda. Obviously, that's a very highly anticipated game, so they probably aren't damaging themselves at all by not having that Steam presence. But, exactly. Um, probably take a little bit longer for some of the sort of mid-range titles to take the plunge. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, move on for now. Uh, people are pissed at Treyarch for adding body or armor to what? Black Ops 4. No! Yeah, uh, it's oh. said to be unbalancing the game completely. Um, players who oh. have body armor equipped... Oh, you play it, innit? No? ...have seemingly double the health of those who don't. I'm guessing um, there's a standoff for that. You're like half the speed, though. No, at the moment, there. this is the thing. At the moment... Um, there's a lot of stuff, and I think a lot of people would just jump in the gun here. Funnily enough, buddy, oh. a load of people are really fucking knee-jerk. Uh, they play, what? like, ten minutes of something, and they're like, ah, this, this is outrageous! Oh, my God! Um, anyway, uh, the, apparently there's a, there's quite a few fairly OP-feeling things early doors Sign in this me game. Up. Where um, do I get them? That after you get to like a level 20 or whatever right for example there's one that does a um sort of like in trouble in terrorist town where you can buy the radar and it does a ping every like tw- 20 <laughs> seconds or something of where all the players are nice um, like you, you can get something similar to that in 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 black ops 4 uh, a lot of people think that's incredibly overpowered um but once you get to a certain level um of xp then you can unlock like a ghosting thing where you don't appear here on those or whatever so there you go it's it's all kind of balanced (laughs) but the the, a lot of people are saying firstly and obviously we're we're going to have played this by next week so perhaps we can um i'm going to play 10 minutes and be outraged (laughs) we can give some first-hand experience of this game um but a lot of people are saying that the game is quite bullet spongy in comparison to previous call of duties and this is something that's kind of been creeping in um, probably since the original Modern Warfare, yeah, where it feels like they're making it so you can take a few more hits each time a new game comes out. So you can out, get out of the is, way. Yeah, it's not really what COD That's was about back in the COD. day. No, it used to be like, about, you know, maybe yeah, five, shot, five bullets and, and you're gone. Um, so it's already, apparently, people are kind of complaining about it being a bit bullet spongy. And then you've got this armor It's all about the TTK, buddy. Time to it's, kill. Yeah, well, it's it's <clears throat> that's the other problem is that they seem to have made changes to health regen where it fires back up pretty quick once you get out of harm's way to the point where there's videos online of people having these stupid battles where they almost kill each other over and over again. <laughs> um, I think a, a lot of diehard COD fans are not going to be especially impressed. Do you feel with- like they're trying to appease the casual player more now? Maybe. It's hard to know what they're doing at all, really. They keep releasing the same fucking game and have done for 10 years, but um, I, I don't really know. I don't really know what to make of it. I don't even really know how popular it is at this point. Um, I think a lot of people are more excited for Black Ops 4 than the last, say, like three games. <laughs> um, Black Ops has always been a bit of a darling of, of, of this thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Hard to say, but... Certainly, a lot of people are annoyed. I mean, Treyarch, uh, to their credit, they released a statement on their Reddit um, this week saying, like, we we hear you, but they were saying it not in a sort of typical fucking games dev kind of fashion. They were like, we genuinely hear you. And then they listed the literal things that people were complaining about. They were like, yeah, I can kind of see where the problem is here. Um, but they were sort of saying... 
there's other stuff that unlocks later on that kind of counteracts that and the beta's only been on for a day so maybe could we <laughs> Can fucking you give fucking, it a little while yeah. you know hold it down so so, so yeah um I suppose we shall see, but um, either way, we'll have played that by next week anyway, so we can probably have a chat about it at some point soon. Kippens. Uh, finally from me, buddy, God of War is getting a new game plus mode uh, as, a, as a free patch, uh, and that is coming out on the 20th of August. So if you've played through God of War, you, you get to play through again, keeping all of your shit, um, but obviously the enemies are like rock hard. It's like a whole nother level. Uh, and there'll also be a horde of exclusive unlocks, extra chests and all sorts that they're adding into the game to find. So, um, nice. yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I don't normally do that. The new game plus thing. I've normally had my fill by the time it, that thing comes out. Um, so time will tell on this one, but, um, what a fucking game that is. So good. So, so good. Nice. So that's my news, buddy. I think it's probably time to hand over to you for my favourite section, and I'm sure the listeners as well. Uh, and that, of course, is Ash's News Favourite Things of the Week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News Favourite Thing of the Week. Ah, well, cheers, buddy. A few things this week. We're going to start off with Bethesda. Fallout Shelter, that game that came out, what, 2015-ish? I don't know. Um, yeah. Apparently it's made $90 million. I don't know how. What do you spend money on in that game? I guess it's just microtransactions. I mean, I I downloaded that. You know, at E3 they announced it was now available on consoles. Yeah, yeah. I downloaded and installed that. I still never fired it up. No, I haven't you played don't it. need to. You're not missing out. Did, did, you've fine. played it on the, um, it on, on the mobile. Yeah, I had you? it on mobile for quite a while. It was good. It was like a little management game. I was like, this is kind of cool. And then I just got bored with it. I was like, meh. Sack it off. Anyway. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Fallout 76, we've spoken about it already, about it not coming to Steam. <clears throat> but if you uh, do get on the beta for that, you know, that selected beta that you pre-order for and then you get selected for, um, it's going to include the entire game. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. Just fucking play it all. Get it done. So you some. just get it. Okay. You just get on the beta and then that's the game, you know. But obviously you've pre-ordered that game, so then, you know, hopefully you wouldn't cancel your order after that, would you? Ooh, no, oh, I don't think no, so. Never. No, me neither. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got a bit of a free-to-play section now. Nintendo okay. Switch Online that, you know, you're going to have to pay for, I think, next month. Um, yes, that is coming in. Which is, sure. Hilarious. If you sure, want to do yeah. that. You are a bigger man than me. Maybe. I don't know. I, I just don't <laughs> understand what games I would play online on the Switch. Anyway, um, just to make it clear, for if you play a free-to-play game on the Switch, you won't have to buy Nintendo Switch Online subscription. So you can play your Fortnite for free, buddy, online. Okay, that's that's cool. Yeah, that's good. I mean, apparently that was a big hoo-ha thing that they were going to actually charge for it. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, we that's... reported on that a little while ago. Yeah, that's retarded. Still carrying on with free-to-play right now, because this is that section. Fortnite, that game that's massive and I couldn't give a shit about anymore, thankfully. Um, it, it's finally changing its matchmaking on consoles to pull players that are playing with controllers and players that are playing with mouse and keyboard. 
Well, so segregating them. Yes. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> why wasn't that happening before? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's definitely put me off that game now. Fucking, I can't fucking <laughs> cheese my <laughs> way to win. It. I can't cheat. Fuck that. That's ball bags. Why were Why were people happy playing that game when they knew that they were maybe coming they up against someone who was know. literally using a, ma- a mouse? No one they didn't, knew. They didn't know. They, they did kept it, they it relatively know. quiet. Yeah, You're exactly. Right. Yeah, I found that because you know, <laughs> fuck's sake, it's what we do. Oh, uh, H1Z1, uh, H1Z1, uh, it's exited open beta, and I still haven't played it yet. I probably I should play say that, that at some point. <laughs> it's the second game you mention in your news section that is on my console and I've never, never played. Yeah, this is it, mate, you know. Um, second to last, Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to have a gameplay video tomorrow, so we would be talking about how that game looks in-game, but that's happening tomorrow. Oh, I look forward to seeing that. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week, buddy. Finally, yeah. buddy. Nice little... I don't know if it's a good news story or some kind of news story here. I saw it and I was like, what the fuck is this? It started off with a picture of uh, a SNES cartridge in space. I was like, wow, that's <laughs> piqued my interest. Gibbons, you know? yeah. So um, this is a story about a guy called Ronnie Doyle. He recently turned 14. And his grandpa, I believe, uh, got him a... Sorry, I've got some really dramatic music going on in my ears right now. It's crazy. Um, (laughs) I'll I'll just put on, like, game music, like, random fucking game soundtrack music. And I'm like, yeah, fucking... Obviously, this is a big boss monster killing zone. Uh, Anyway. uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, so his granddad bought him this present where you can send up anything up into space... And then it comes back down, but it has to be smaller than like a lunchbox. And um, yeah, this kid's like, I want to send up my favorite SNES game, which was Earthbound. Um, and apparently that that cartridge is worth about $200 or something at the moment. And yeah, um, so uh, <laughs> let me just find it. I see the fucking irony, of course. You know, Obviously, what, what a choice. Earthbound. Yeah, Earthbound. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, here's a little section. The helium balloon holding the cartridge launched from Doyle's home, uh, state of uh, California. Uh, it had a GPS uh, attached to it, which let the Earth to Sky calculus team, I'm guessing that's the team running it, uh, you know, could track it, uh, made up, a, up of a group of high schools and their teacher. Uh, it's high school kids, sorry. Um... The game reached an altitude of uh, 100,000 feet where, according to the group, you know, this is just school kids, so take it as you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, noontime uh, sky fades to black, stars pop out, and meteors can be seen in broad daylight. Uh, and then obviously it came back down. Apparently the cartridge still works and, uh, you know, he wants to keep it, uh, well, he's going to keep it in his retro games collection. Uh, unless someone wants to trade it for stadium events. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, he then goes on to say, As far as I know, this is the only copy of Earthbound that is not bound to Earth. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> the money shot. Yeah, I was Fucking... like, there's the one. That's the that's the kisser there, right in there. This kid, this kid lives a very different life yeah, to me. Yeah, he's 14, you know. Yeah. There you go. He's... 
Why does he like SNES when he's fourteen? Does, or maybe know. he's got a dad who like made him go through the yeah, probably the the consoles yeah in order as he got older. I'd fucking definitely do that. Yeah, that's a lot of effort. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> Pointless as well. Ah, Gibbons, buddy. So there you go. There's, <laughs> there's my news favourite things for this week. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Especially for that cartridge-related story, which won't it be was the in last. Space. Won't be the last cart-related story in this week's show, buddy. What? But, uh, fucking thanks so much for all that. That was your news. Before that was my news. And, of course, that, ladies and gentlemen, was the news. And now it's time for Out This Week. Let's take a look at some games coming out this week. Probably filled with microtransactions. The crazy pay to win mechanics. Because fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you Buy our shit. That's out this week. Fucking is. Here's some games. Here's yeah. some games that are coming out. Feel free to um, skip half of these if you want. Uh, Sword Legacy Omen is coming to PC, um, which is an XCOM-type medieval strategy game. So there you go. Medieval uh, XCOM. So they just throw rocks at each other. I don't know. And then Phantom Doctrine arrives on PC, PS4, and Xbox One, buddy. Nice. This is an XCOM-type Cold War strategy game. Cool. We've so got two XCOMs, yeah, like kind it. of games coming like out. It. Yeah, I like this it. week. Uh, let, let's say this is probably more baffling, though. Uh, also out this week, buddy, we have a game called Tanglewood, Tanglewood and that's yeah. coming out. On the PC and the Sega Mega Drive. Right. So this is uh, Tanglewood from Matt Phillips of Crytek fame. Uh, Kickstarted and created a completely original um, game for the Mega Drive. He made it with the original dev kits from the 90s. Uh, The Kickstarter involved him saying that he wanted to give Mega Drive fans a new game to play on their console. Um... So this is a new Mega Drive game. It's a it's a platformer where you play as a little fox, um, and it is out this week on Mega Drive. You can buy it uh, on cartridge. Uh, it's, it's also coming out on PC, uh, but it won't have any graphical improvements over the Mega Drive version because he said that it was important to him um, that he was kind of building it in a authentic fashion um so there's no bells and whistles or anything it's just the mega drive version uh, if you buy it on pc um so yeah what do you make of that <laughs> it's a definite good use of his time a hundred percent he said he'd done a lot of like modern games and shit and he was just a bit bored of it ah, fuck <laughs> so, it okay. these modern okay. games are ball bags if let's put some limitations to- on there if people are willing to pay you to make a Mega Drive game in Fuck 2018, it. then... Why not? Fucking, you you did you it. You do Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Well played, sir. Tip of yeah. The so, yeah, that's out this week, buddy, if you're interested in that. We've also got um, Death's Gambit, which is out on the PC and PS4. This is a 2D side-scrolling action RPG. We have 
2064 read-only memories coming to Switch. Uh, this is an old-school point-and-click adventure. Um, it's previously released on the Vita, and I think it was an iOS game as well. Uh, now gets a Switch release. Uh, we've got The Walking Dead, the final season, arriving uh, from Telltale Games, lol, on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, State of Mind is out this week on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. This is a third-person futuristic mystery thriller. Uh, that one, actually, I, I quite like the look of. There's not much this week that I quite like the look of. Did you um, say mystic or mystery thriller? Mystery thriller. I, I prefer mystery. mystic. I suppose, yeah, kind of similar anyway. So, yeah, it's a third-person futuristic mystic. See, mystery, thriller. I think, like Cluedo. Mystic, I'm like wizards. Uh, yeah, I, okay. I'm probably kind of... wrong with that, but that's what this I think. is more like that's a my sort brain. Of, um, You're welcome. <laughs> looks a bit Turing test in that it's got the sort of crash test dummy androids and shit in it. Uh, okay, but uh, it looks quite cool. Um, we also have Hero Defense on the Xbox One, PC, and PS4. This is a uh, tower defense game that involves like heroes in the same way that Warcraft Three used to have the special units kind of thing. But I'm guessing um, it's shitter. It looks like a mobile game to me. Cool. Uh, yeah. I don't nice. know if it was beforehand, but uh, yeah, not sure about that. Uh, we've got Destination Primus Vita on the PC. Nothing to do with the PS Vita. Uh, the Primus Vita, I think, is a planet, judging ah, okay. by the uh, that, little that would bit make of sense, gameplay yeah. I watched. Yeah. Uh, this is an episodic first-person puzzle game, and this looked quite interesting as well. Uh, quite nice um, selection of different types of puzzles. Um, and some sort of time dilation stuff as well. So, yeah, that's probably one to have a little look at if you're into sort of story-based puzzling. And finally, Red's Kingdom is coming to Switch this week. That is a 3D cutesy puzzle adventure. It's also an uh, iOS tablet port. Um, so uh, that immediately makes me think it's going to be shit. But yeah, the Switch say? getting some good games. I mean, the Switch The Switch is a great platform for the better mobile games, and there are better mobile games. So I shouldn't really just assume that because it was an, is an iOS port, it'd be toilet. But I inherently I, I just do. I, I just it do. Just, it's, it's fact. It just it usually is. It usually is just the way of things. Um, so yeah, lots of stuff coming out this week, buddy. Uh, most of it either. No one really like has mega hype for, or it's stuff that you maybe you haven't heard of. Um, that doesn't mean it's a bad week. I mean, it, at least there are you know twelve different games coming out this week, unlike the last few weeks we've had. But, That's um, true. Ramping it nothing, up. Nothing super exciting there, no. unless you're a, a long time Walking Dead fan, or you love or, XComs, or you love XCOM, or you uh, <laughs> have a Mega Drive. Yeah, that's true. So, there we go. And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting questions. Has he got any questions, buddy? Uh, you'll remember earlier in the show, buddies, that I mentioned Mafia 3. Funk says this. Yeah, played a bit of Mafia 3. Didn't really like it. 
Don't know if it, all, if it goes all open world and shaking down businesses like the last ones or what, but not sure what they were trying to do. Um, have you downloaded this yet, buddy? I don't think I have, you know. But it's only yesterday that it popped onto the store. That'd be but, no uh, then. <laughs> um, I have played about three hours of Mafia 3, something like that. Um, what Funk doesn't like, I do like. Um, and we've discussed we've discussed that before about the the, the story and the building. Yeah. Um, at the start of this game, it is um, it is essentially linear because you've just got a select uh, bunch of missions, and each time you finish the mission, it fades to black, moves on to the next story beat, and then pops you somewhere else. It also shifts around in time a little bit, and it's kind of setting things up. You're a, a, an army vet. You've come back from Vietnam. And um, there's problems. You're part of a sort of uh, black mafia type thing. Uh, black you're mafia. At, at war with the Haitians and uh, with this uh, this mob boss guy as well. Um, and it sets the story up quite nicely. Uh, shit kicks off. You Whoa. get completely like screwed over and wronged. Bamboozled. And yeah, and then it emerges from all of that story stuff into uh, a mafia game where. You get your missions, go and, you know, shake down this prostitute ring, go and put pay to this, um, you know, whatever shop with, with counterfeit money and so on. So I think Funk probably just didn't enjoy the story stuff at all and didn't get to the bit where it goes open world. So yeah, it does go open world. Um, the way that it does the story stuff at the start of this game, I really, really like. It tells it in the form of, um, Vox Pops from various people in the game, uh, but much older. It's supposed to be like them doing, you know, little to the camera, just talking about it, almost like a sort of crime documentary. And they're talking about the, the times that happened, what came before, like, and then he went and did this, and that was crazy. You've got like the detective inspector who was in charge of looking at everything that was going on in the city at the time, except it's like in 50 years city. later. It's fucking cool. Like, I really like that. Um, a lot of the acting is really good. Uh, a lot of the script is quite good as well. Um, and yeah, it's, it sets it up really, really nicely. Um, if you like that sort of thing, which I do. Um, I'm more concerned about the open world aspect of it. Um, I think that's more Funk's kind of type of game, is having the freedom to sort of make his own story and go and do stuff. I'm worrying at this point that the actual game, after you get through these story beats, is possibly not going to be that compelling, that interesting. Yeah, um, it's a worry. That's that's my big concern at this point. Uh, it does look a little bit like a sort of generic open worlder. Um, and I remember reading reviews at the time where a lot of people said that they sort of liked that beginning and then it kind of all kind of, yeah, just sort of disappeared into an average game. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm really enjoying it. I've played like, th as I said, like three hours. Yeah. Fucking really enjoying it. Like... Um, but it does feel a tiny little bit B-movie in places, like in terms of the polish or lack of. Um, stuff like you've got to escape uh, a bank on a boat, but when when the scene loads, 
So it transitions from a cutscene, and then you're supposed to be like speeding through the sewer, um, surrounded by police and other and police boats and stuff. But the camera, you know, it, it fades out from black, and everything's not moving yet. And then you sort of accelerate, and it all just feels a, just <laughs> feels a bit stupid. Just kicks in. Yeah, nice. it's just stuff like that. Some weird sort of cuts where someone delivers a line, and then there's like a ten second pause before the next fucker speaks. Um, <laughs> a little bit weird. Um, the the gunplay's decent. The cover system's like decent, but yeah. it does just kind of feel a little bit like a sort of knockoff GTA Five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, early doors in in a game this big. Um, and everyone's got it, so you can kind of all see. But yeah, I, I think what they were trying to do um, is uh, set it up and tutorialize it with a cracking story, and then spit you out into the world. But if you bounce off that bit early doors, then there's that's the risk that you take as a developer. Is you know, if you spend two and a half hours setting the fucking like open world story up with linear missions and someone doesn't like that, there's a real danger they're never gonna get to the fucking game. Like It might that's put a problem. you off a bit. Yeah, man, because <laughs> there's there's not a great deal of gameplay in that first sort of hour and a half. There's lots of people talking and shit, and then you driving from one building to another and then another cutscene kicks in. Um so yeah, it, it, if you're not feeling the story, then I could you, I could easily see you turning this off before you even get to, get the, bit to the, that's like, the bit that, like yeah. the Mafia games. Exactly, that's what I was um, going to say. Because I enjoyed the the previous Mafia games; I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah, I I only ever played. Uh, I think I played a tiny bit of Mafia Two mm. on like on on that on live service. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never actually Back owned it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had a little go of that. But um, I always liked the sort of concept, you know, and, and going around the city. And this one, it looks like you're, uh, yeah, a similar kind of deal. You're starting from scratch with nothing and slowly taking over the whole city from a mob boss, which then eventually ends in like a final showdown, yeah. I'd imagine. Um, the characters are pretty cool and uh, it's quite nice looking. It's worth it's worth a go, especially as everyone's got it for yeah, free exactly. this month. Yeah, exactly. That's it, isn't it? It's, it's a yeah. nice filler. I'd say, but I'd be interested to see if Funk's willing to um, like persevere with it and get to the uh, open world bit and see if he likes that or not. Um, and yeah, I'll probably be talking about it next week, I'd imagine. Nice. So thanks very much, Funk. Oh, wh- one thing I will say, actually, just just before we finish, again, like Life is Strange, fucking amazing soundtrack on Mafia Three, like. At completely on point. Every radio station, it's like classic sixties rock, like like big songs, you know, like Cream and T Rex, and like there's a Motown station. Um, and it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to drive around listening to these fucking fantastic radio stations, like right up there with GTA in capturing the mood. Yeah, you um, need that really though in open world games. It's, it's great. Yeah, I mean, it kicks in with the stones like straight away when you uh, when you first load the game, um, and a lot of the cutscenes are kind of have got like the perfect accompanying soundtrack, a bit of Hendrix or something. Nice. Uh, it works works really fucking well. Cool. Good stuff. But yeah, thanks very much, Funk. Every week we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk.
now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we want to know. Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mall. So hit us up and be on the show. The JFG Street Beat. Mm, Street Beat. We want to know. Get on the show. Um, Mark and Dan have got on the show this week, buddy. And yeah. it's worth saying uh, like a huge thank you to friend of the podcast, Mark, friend of the podcast, Dan. Um, they have donated this week. Yeah, they um, have. Which is fucking legendary. Um, thank you so much for that. Like, it, it's really cool, actually. Um keeps us ticking over pays all of our uh costs for hosting and uh and so on and uh yeah just very very much appreciated so uh thank you very much for that and, um, and yeah they had a message they did have a message buddy what was that <laughs> <laughs> the message was please no more destiny 2 i mean okay <laughs> I understand they won't that. believe what you have in store for them in a few weeks. I'm, I'm going to save up a treat just for them. <laughs> I'm going to store it up in a little bottle, and then he's going to be like, "Oh, it's, it's a new fucking release, motherfuckers!" Here you go. Yes, I'm going to talk about this yeah. for half hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, got to uh, keep worth, with the times. Worth mentioning this week as well that. Uh, Mark picked up the wheel and the wheel stand, and Ooh. he's got a T one hundred and fifty now, and nice. been tucking into a bit of F one uh, and a bit of GT Sport as well. I've noticed. Tasty times. Fucking. Um, well, it'll have to get back to us with uh, how that is uh, progressing and how much more fun that is. Because I, I played F one with a controller a couple of weeks ago, and I did not have a fun time. It was <laughs> no. horrible. Compared There's to no a real comparison, game. is there? No, there isn't. Uh, it's the only way to play uh, racing games from now on. And yeah. it really is. I, I, I never even consider firing up a racing game unless I'm pl- I'm willing to get the wheel out at this point. Like mm. even more arcadey stuff like uh, Drive Club, uh, I just I just won't fire it up unless I've got the wheel on the go. Um, so yeah, it, it it but it is worth going back that one time just to sort of realise how much it's like kind of enriched the experience for you. It's pretty big deal. Gibbons, buddy. And then yeah, um, the the other person that's got in touch this week was JJ uh, again. Uh, uh, he's uh, forgotten to cancel his humble bundle subscription again this month. <laughs> so it's like hey. I got a couple of games to give away. Uh, Steam keys, I'm guessing. Uh, so he's got Forge Battalion. Uh, he says, "Cause fuck climate change." Fair play. <laughs> and uh, then uh, the Escapist Two, because I stopped playing those games in 1987, which is oh, fair lovely. Dude. A lovely, so, a classic swipe at indie games. There, it's indeed. beautiful. So I'm, I'm gonna appreciate fan. that. So what I'll be doing the same as uh, previous giveaways that we're doing now is sticking them on Gleam.io and all you do, you go on there, click a few buttons and then you get a few entrants into it. Oh, the only reason I put it on there, obviously I'd, I'd just give it to you guys. Um, if if you want it, like just fucking send me a message saying I want a game and you can have it. I don't care. But otherwise I'm going to put it on there because, you know, a few more people might start listening to the podcast. Gets the subs. And it gets the subs and stuff, you know. So, But, like, literally, if you guys want any of these games, I'll give it a couple of weeks uh, before um, I-, I put it on there. Just fucking send us a message saying, like, Ash, can I get either Forge Battalion or 
Escapist 2, or both, whatever. Just jump on the Discord, buddies. Yeah, you can find seriously. it on our, on our website, www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk. Just head over there and uh, there's our Discord link. You can just get in touch, have a chat. Gibbons, I will be looking out for like some cheeky PS4 DLC, uh, not DLC codes, like codes and stuff. Like If they ever go cheap anywhere, I'll pick them up and stuff like that and then... Because I feel like the more of our listeners uh, listen on PS4, so they might kind yeah, of bite at right. that a bit more. But anyway, uh, we, I don't know. I just kind of want to give something back to these guys. Sticking yeah, I've with got, us. I've got quite a few like CEX store-bought games that we could probably ship up and send to people if they wanted as well. Yeah, um, man. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I've got some like disc-based games and stuff that we could always send off. That'd be cool. Yeah. Cool. We'll have to have a look into that. Yeah, man. We'll look into it. I... I, I I don't know. I wonder if uh, was it Dan that won the um the 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 control decal. of decal? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, le- le- I I don't even know if he's actually used it on. He has, yeah, no, has he has. He? he sent a photo to me um, <laughs> months and months ago. He's got oh, he's got mid- the JFG podcasting on his controller. There you go, mate. Fucking, Fucking brilliant, sweet, bro. buddy. Maybe we'll look at doing something like that again or something. Yeah, something. yeah that was cool. Was, that was cool. Yeah, it was really retarded. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've put my. Uh, I know I haven't put mine on, but I, I've got it somewhere. I'm nice. sure I brought it with me. I thought I lost it in the move for ages, and then uh, I found it a little while ago. So it's in one of the drawers over there. But yeah, fucking sweet. So yeah, obviously, just the nicest fucking people listen to this show. It's worth noting as well that obviously we pay so little notice to how many people listen to the show that I don't even regularly check the stats. But I did get something of a shock when I did check the stats a little while ago and found that our listener base appears to have like tripled since the last time I looked so uh, thank you very very much if you're new listeners if you um, if you're recent uh, joinees to the JFG podcast community uh, thanks so much for listening um, and here's an example of how lovely our community is Ash we've been given uh, game codes this week from our glorious benefactor JJ and literal money from our glorious benefactors Mark and Dan I know so, um, fucking legends as always everyone. beautiful stuff thanks so much buddies um, thank you very very much really appreciate it genuinely do so I think that'll about do us buddy for episode 175 of the podcast racking them up beautiful things um, I just, what are we going to play now I don't need to do all the fucking blurb. I'm still I, d- I used don't know. To. Um, probably Ark, I guess. Funk will probably be on playing that. I, guess. I don't know. Oh, it could be. Yeah, it could be Ark. Could be Ark. Pop a toe in. See what's going on there. See what's the, the proverbial. Yeah. 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 I do fucking love that game. It's brilliant. Very good. <laughs> Play it most weeks. Don't necessarily talk about it because it's not like mega interesting. But <laughs> indeed. Uh, yeah, we uh, we had a bit of a run in, didn't we? Where we went in a cave and our our uh, death markers like Ooh, yeah. jumped through the floor, and we like lost all of our gear. That was shit. That was shit. Um, well, Funk went into creative and uh, just replaced all our stuff for us. Nice. So uh, good news. We've got all that shit back. <laughs> we know we don't cheat. We never like spawn stuff in. But it, when the game fucks yeah, us over with a bug, fucking, yeah, when you and we have the capacity you, to yeah, fix it, your body's like ten feet under the floor, and you can't get your inventory bank you're like well fuck you Gibbons <laughs> very much <laughs> sweet cool well uh, 
I have nothing else to say. Um, I don't know exactly what form the podcast will take next week, buddies, but uh, uh, suffice it to say something will go out. Uh, we just don't know what yet. Um, and the following week as well, I suppose. Um, we will fucking see. But uh, thanks so much for listening, buddies. We will be back next week in some form or another. But uh, until then, uh, I have been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. You can find us at www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk where you'll also find our Discord and Streetbeat if you want to get involved with the show. Our Facebook is forward slash the JFG Podcast and our Twitter handle is at the JFG Podcast. We're on all those video streaming sites too, buddies, from ChewTube to twitch.tv forward slash the JFG Podcast to mixer.com, aka beam.fuckingpro. We've got a PS4 community you can join. Just search the JFG Podcast on there. And we're also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We'll catch you next time. Mm